goat. Hello, thank you for joining us today. I'm Jessica Dimitro, astrologer, tarot reader, and CEO of Asteria Awakenings. And I'm Bobby Larson, hypnotherapist and business mentor. And today we are going to talk about alchemical hypnosis and hypnosis in general, um, because we are both trained alchemical hypnotherapists, and we felt like this might be kind of an important thing for people to know about. Mm -hmm. um, I know that as people come to me, um, in particular friends and stuff, right, as I start talking more about what I do, they're like, what is it that mm -hmm. you do? And people have so many preconceived ideas of what hypnosis is. Um, a lot of people, you know, equate it to the stage hypnosis where you cluck like a chicken. And <laughs> uh, we're kind of here to just be like, yeah, that's all bullshit. So I, I really wanted to talk about, too, when we started to formulate this idea um, when I first even got into the class, I had no idea what to expect because I had like, you know, the weight loss thing, mm -hmm. which is certainly something that you can do mm -hmm. and works, you know, one, a couple of things that I started to realize is one, that it takes way more than one session mm -hmm. Two that it does. There's so many things that I was working on spiritually that I didn't realize that I could actually Right. reach by yeah. doing hypnosis yeah and hypnotherapy. so hypnosis is in just some basic terms it's a, a state of suggestibility um it allows that connection to a subconscious mind um you're generally in an alert trance mm -hmm. so so what we in particular work with you're fully aware you're interacting you're speaking oftentimes i mean sometimes there's silent processing uh but but for most part you're you're you are speaking out loud yep you there, can get up and walk away at any yeah, time yeah it's you know and i think that's where people get freaked out they think they don't have control right, right? or they think that somebody's going to put a lot of suggestions a lot of suggestions right? you are totally able to say i don't want this this doesn't work for me yeah. There is at no time where you aren't completely in, at least you're in your, your like super conscious mind, but you're not in a state where somebody can tell you what to do exactly. and change. And, and I've had a lot of people, um, they were worried about, yes, that, that idea of, of being vulnerable and that they were, you know, told to do something, mm -hmm. being vulnerable, um, and, you know, and I have to remind them it's, it's all you, I'm just guiding this process, Absolutely. right? Everything that you are connecting with, everything that's coming through is all you. And it's, and it's not me. Like I'm not doing any of it. Right. Um, I'm just helping you process Absolutely. a and lot of what comes through. What I noticed when I had somebody guiding me is, is that they would think of things and kind of tell me like, oh, should we do this? But it was mm -hmm. always like in the language of, do you want to? And yes. not in the language of you should do this yes, or whatever. Exactly. So, and if exactly. you have a hypnotherapist that is getting you to do stuff against your will, that's not. That's yeah. Not and I, you know, a lot of people, and, and this is a touchy subject for, for a lot of my clients, because I've had um, clients who have had sexual abuse and, mm -hmm. and rape and 
different really intense stuff happen, little like really intense traumas and stuff. And some of them also have questioned whether they have that they don't remember. But they're like, I think that something happened. And I'm just like, and they're, and I'm like, that's not what I do. I'm not trying to, you know, if it happened, it will come through. Sure. Right. You, you're, it's in there somewhere. Absolutely. So if it was real and it happened, it comes through. I won't be able to make that come out of you. I won't be able to necessarily find that in you. And, and, and actually people need to be very wary because there have been a lot of hypnotherapists, mm-hmm. you know, how with questionable morals sure, that have created these memories in people's heads and, and, or told them like, Oh, you must have been, and that or looks this like, is what must have happened. Like a psychologist, you know, where you've heard stories where they can implant stuff. It's, yeah. it's, more like that than it is like your unconscious. Yes. And I don't I don't know how hypnotherapy would work without the process or something. I, I'm just, sh- I, I know that there must be something. There must be a way f- I, we I don't do that. You No, don't we do don't that. do that. We don't that's not how we were trained. So no. um and you know I think for us so there's like the basic hypnosis, right? There's there's the 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 ones where they go in and they do work on the weight loss and they do do sure. this, the, the non-smoking stuff. And yes, we're trained in that as well. I don't focus on that personally um, because what I've actually found is that once you get in there to even work on that stuff, all the other stuff comes up, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's not, you don't smoke because it's a habit. You smoke because something at some point in your life was happening that created this right. for you. You don't overeat because you're hungry all the time. You overeat to compensate for internal trauma, inner child stuff. Uh, all the all the <laughs> all the things you were told about yourself when you were little. Right. Um and to protect so, yourself yeah, or protect comfort. Yourself, right. All these other things. It's not about the food. And so it ends up becoming like, oh yeah, you thought you were here to like just stop eating more. Well actually you're here to work on that trauma from when you were seven years old. <laughs> Unfortunately. And, sorry, hate to tell you. And quite honestly for me, just as kind of a thing is that I would rather work on that stuff than, you know, just the implanting, like you're not going to eat when this happens or, you know, like I like going the shadows. My, I mean, we've talked about this before. The shadow work is my jam. Right. Like I want it to, cause it, it's so, it's like putting a band aid mm -hmm. right on something. You're like, okay, well we can put a band aid on it, but if it's really infected and the band-aid's not going to do anything, <laughs> right? It's just going to keep coming up. I, I just, just think even just the slightest bit of wanting to work through it mm-hmm. puts you there, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I think we have this idea that shadow work has to be done in this elaborate mm-hmm. thing. Like, I'm going to, you know, gather right. all my ancestors and we're going to break through some cycles today. But it can just be a matter of like, I really want to get to the bottom of this. And yeah. I think that... Most of our problems and issues in this life and in past lives are all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and so we in particular work with this alchemical hypnosis practice. And 
This practice is more based around um, working with inner guides Mm -hmm. or the archetype of, um, for instance, you know, inner mother, which is what I predominantly work with, uh, inner father too, mm-hmm. um, that, that little version of yourself, little Jessica, little Bobby, you know, uh, making sure your inner child's taken care of. Um, we, we also higher self stuff, mm-hmm. um, connect people to their inner knowing, Right. Um, get yeah. all, out of the way, get them out of the way of their conscious mind and get them connected to them, their inner knowing. Um, also, just working with and, and this comes through and I'm, for some people, they're more open to it quickly, but um, their guides, their spirit guides, um, some people are more open to it, like well, I said. I think there's this consciousness of open to it. And I think that there's also this second guessing yourself Mm -hmm. and what's coming through. And I think that is something that we work through as we do it. I Mm -hmm. certainly as spiritual and as much as I've studied stuff, doesn't make it any easier (laughs) to like go in there. And I remember like the first Mm -hmm. time I met a guide, I was like, "Am am I? Yeah. But then I realized like on the backside of it, when I, got out of it and like after months of like this particular guide which happened to be a fire spark um I realized how pertinent it was because it's Mm -hmm. kind of one of the elements that I'm missing is fire yeah and it's the one that is about creativity which is something that I was deficient in so it makes total sense that I would have this guide and I think that is the thing that I've always noticed about the process of hypnotherapy because we went through it different times but um what really fascinates me in, in like a past life regression in particular, where I would see somebody say, I have this issue mm-hmm. and they would, they would go through this whole process and come up with the solution. And it was amazing. And there's just no way they could have made all that yeah. up on the fly. Yeah. And have it be related to exactly yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. So that's what really fascinated me. And not that I wasn't a believer because I've always right. been in a believer of it, but seeing myself do the same thing because you're totally witnessing it's it. It's some crazy magic. And you're, and, and <laughs> you come out of it and you're like, and I'll just tell you, yeah. I thought, well, that was like a dream, like, mm-hmm. because it happened mm-hmm. for me in a way, like I was seeing, I wasn't seeing it. I was, it was really interesting. Yeah. Like I'm Claire cognizant. So I had this like thing, like I could sense it sort of and then it didn't come up as a picture but when I remember back it comes up as a picture and I want to say that through you I learned that how you learn is how you connect to the to the different things in your hypnotherapy sessions yeah like that's a that's what's really interesting is I have once I, t- I, cause I took an extended course and I was ending up telling Jessica like, Oh my gosh, you want to know what I learned? Like, this is so <laughs> fascinating. Never thought about it. But, um, as soon as I started putting, implementing it, it was like, Oh, people opened up because when everybody learns differently. So sure. some people are more kinesthetic, some people are auditorial, visual, um, olfactory plays right. a big part. And so, I would have some people that never felt like they were really going very deep into a trance. And then 
some people just went right away. Right. And what I figured out was language around where whether they were more kinesthetic, like what do you feel? What do you feel around you? What do you see? Can you touch anything? Blah blah blah. You know, and if they were auditorial, it was like, can you hear something? Right. What, what do you hear over there? Oh, you're down in a forest. Well, what do you what do you, you know, here in the bushes, whatever, right? So I right. had to start asking these kinds of questions. And as soon as I started doing that, figuring out what they were, the way they were, the way they actually take in information uh, opened the world, like instantly for, sure. for my clients. It was like, oh, I didn't even realize that my language, language is so important in hypnosis. It Absolutely. is so important, which is so it makes so much sense that I would be so drawn to it because I've always been a lover of language, Me lover too. of, even though I'm should be writing and I'm not, um, <laughs> we all should be writing and we're not. Um, but I have always loved language. As soon as I learned how to write, I was into it. I mm -hmm. wanted to be a writer as soon as I could. And uh, I even used to carry, and I still have it. I had a dictionary in like middle school that I would carry around, and every day I would learn a different word. I don't think I got past like the C's by the time I gave up, but, but it's still cool that you, did you know. That. I I was always obsessed with language, and so it it makes so much sense that sure. this is where I would end up. Um, but you know, we should probably talk about past life regression mm -hmm. so because that's that's one that comes up a lot uh people okay so you do inner guide work okay they understand a lot of people have heard about past life regression but they they don't see i don't know if they really can understand the value of it and right. i think you hit it on the head when you reiterated the idea that it's for creativity that's a huge part of what past life regression actually allows people to do it actually for me my first past life regression session was crazy because I came out and I actually found that person. Wow. And I was like, oh, that was, that was, I was a real person mm -hmm. that I would never have known about. Um, it was weird. <laughs> it weirded me out so much. Um, and I came out being like, oh, that's where I'm feeling held back and stuck. And oh, my God. And I was able, I, again, I recognize it, still not writing. Um, <laughs> but that's what I did the session around was creativity around why I'm feeling stuck in writing. And so I'm aware of why I'm not doing it, which I now I need to do sessions to actually make me do it. <laughs> Um, right. Like, Can you force yourself? Like I, I need to be like, get past that. But, um, you know, but the awareness does help, right? The awareness, the, the introspection, the, the reflection. Sure. And I mean, I don't know what your past life. I did another past life thing that actually turned into um, a, a soul contract mm -hmm. um, that I broke in that in that session. Ended up rewriting the contract or whatever, basically null and voiding the contract. And that was another thing that um, hypnosis really helped me with was this idea of we come through to our next lives with people 
that we have made contracts with in past lives. Sure. They just keep coming back. And, you know, you may find that you just can't break this bad habit, this bad connection with someone, this, this, uh, I don't know, this weird feeling of, of like, so obsess. Can I, can obsess. I just say that I actually made a contract with somebody unknowingly yeah. while I was doing EMDR in therapy. Oh, you told me about, yeah, let's so talk about that. That was, yeah. It, it was not something that I had intended to do or even thought about the consequences of until I was in class and I was like, like, I don't know, it just came to me that that's what happened. And then I was like really struggling because this person obviously couldn't meet this contract yeah. because they didn't really have a say in it. They I had just know. been like, right. I need a protector. Who is this protector? Yeah. And then I didn't realize how hard that would be. And honestly, I never thought that this, what I was doing in this EMDR session would lead to anything like this, but we do unknowingly make contracts with people all yeah. the time. Like if you're thinking about somebody, Oh, I need a, I need somebody to help me through this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and some of those contracts we don't notice or don't, maybe they're good for now. Like yeah. the one I have with my sister-in-law, like I absolutely adore her. I think she's an amazing person, you know, and I know that we're here helping each other, yeah. but it's mutual. Yeah. When it's not mutual or the other person, you're you're burdening them with something yeah. and you don't or know they're how to all move past it. Or they're benefiting and you're the one being completely right. burned, burdened, right? So we have to look at those contracts. And the only way to do it, honestly, I mean, you could do it meditation you can go to the yeah. ethereal plane break cord cutting and all of this different kind of and stuff. and even talk to people like i've mm -hmm. done that like where yeah. i'm really struggling with somebody and then i go into deep meditation and then i i facilitate my own yeah talking with people like there's a lot you can do on your mm -hmm. own and honestly we were trained that we give people tools and they yeah. work with the stuff even when we're not together yeah. we're not trying to get you to get thousands of sessions we want you to utilize this I stuff want people and be the best. to literally walk away and be like right. done. I, I got want, this I, I got this thank I, you <laughs> I love my clients but I also don't want to see you again like it's kind of like sure. I want you to I you know Yes, let's do our multiple sessions. Let's do what we have to do. But like, I really want you to feel like you got something out of got, it, you, and you have you've tools. Grown, you're moving on. You're you're expanding. You've had awakenings. You've cut the con. You've changed your contracts. You've cut the cords. Right. You've you've. I want to see those shifts. I want them so bad. It's so wonderful when you see a shift. I just uh, and because makes me happy. I'm not. I don't know about you. I won't speak for you, but I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this no. to really do what I feel like is my purpose. Yeah. And, and that, that, that in itself, that brings the money. Like it just yes, does. Yes. It, it, you know, I, I've it's been, trust in the divine. I've been on this planet a couple years. I've seen it. It's a pattern. Once you're really doing and living and, and breathing the thing that you're passionate about and that you're like, and you're bringing benefit and reward to people right. the, the money comes it's not it's not about the money it's not it's about it's about healing like mm -hmm. you and I unfortunately we thought we were supposed to just be doing like corporate jobs and <laughs> I don't know we like went to college and we're like yeah we're gonna do these corporate things and blah 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 and then it's like, oh, okay, we're really trying to just pretend this healing voice that's well, coming through. You can't be empathic and work in that industry. No, it and will 
it will not. No, it does. It, no. It's it's. Ask all my ex bosses; they'll tell you. Well, <laughs> it's funny because like I thought I w- I went to school and I was like I just thought you know I'm just gonna do whatever I'm gonna go to school and see what happens and then I just realized I can't do this I yeah. can't I can't work in this because I don't want to contribute to it yeah the exactly. things in which I'm attracted to like say medicine. You know, and not to get up too much on a sidebar, but right, you just realize that all of those other things don't lead anywhere, which is yeah. why stuff like this, where we can be our own. And I'm really starting to realize that I have to be in control of mm-hmm. my business. Yeah. I have to be in control of this part of myself. I cannot, yes. not that I can't partner with somebody else, but I can't yeah. let somebody else be in control of my creativity of right. my ability to help. And honestly, I want to work with people that are attracted to what yeah. I do and who yeah. I am. Yeah. And not just because like just going out there and marketing and being like, come work with me, come work yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. I want there it's to be that energy where it's like a two way street. Is an, well, that's the thing. It's so much energetics, right? Right. It's so much energy. Absolutely. I mean, it, I've got, I'm getting better, but like I get exhausted. Right. I think I've talked about this before is like, I, I'm like, Whoa, okay. That was, that was a lot. Like it's a lot of, there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of psychic work that happens in, in these sessions. And, you know, I'm really, it's a lot of listening, really listening. Like there's listening to what someone's saying. And then there's like, you know, you said this and then, but did you mean that? Or do you really mean that? You know, and, and really getting into what are you really trying to say? What do you really think? Mm -hmm. Because you don't get to get around. You don't get to lie to me. No, you don't get to keep secrets from me. Like I want all of the nitty gritty. I want it. I I need it because I can't help you. Right. Right. I can't successfully, help you move through things if you're not completely honest and completely honest with me, but completely honest with yourself. Being in a session as an astrologer, as a tarot reader, and as a hypnotherapist, when somebody has blocks actually Mm -hmm. really hurt. Yeah. And I I mean that because I know that it's hard to say, like, I don't know when people are going to come in with blocks, just like they don't. Right. right. But yeah. there's this thing of like those blocks have been in place for a long time. Right. And trying to remove a block from somebody it's is like it has to be entertaining, isn't it? Well, and it also <laughs> has to be like them wanting to work yeah. on it because yeah. you can point something out to somebody and they might not be ready to hear yeah. it. And right. so the making those determinations right. and also I go really deep. Mm-hmm. So not that every client is going to be there, but I've noticed readings that I do with people that are pretty surface, like they're not utilizing my best talents and I'm not getting to what they really want to know because we're not on the same frequency or level. And not that I think that I'm on a higher frequency and they're on a lower one, but there is something to be said about when you're working with the right person, there's this connection that you feel and I'm creating a safe space for that person. And I want that person to feel like I can unload all of my baggage here. Yeah. Right. Because I don't it's care important. what you've done. There's nothing you can tell me. I mean, I in a session it's... that I'm going to be like, oh, you're a bad person. Please leave. Like, right. I mean, I mean, I know there are things in the world that are horrible atrocities and 
But I know that the person sitting in front of me has a want and desire yeah. to, to be, be their highest and best be self. Yeah. Right. I mean, they. that's why they come to us. Like, that's why they're even willing to reach Absolutely. out and even have, like, you know... I, I did a consultation call yesterday and it's so interesting that the 30 minutes in that 30 minutes, how much information I get out of people. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> here we go. Like they, it's, it's like people want to be heard. Sure. They want to be heard. They want to be understood. They want to feel safe. Like you said, and, and this, this industry, this, in particular, the alchemical one, I think for me, really allows me to make people feel safe in sharing stuff. Like it's right. it really is. I hate the word safe container, Ugh, so overused, but it really is, right? It's like it's it's just a nice safe bubble. I mean, I quite literally put them in a bubble when that when we go into trance. I'm like, here's your safe bubble. You know, you're, you're good here and everything's good and don't, you know, and I, and I also t- ex- explain to them what to expect. Like yeah. things are going to come up. Whoo, my first, I think it was my first, it was my first or second hypnotherapy session while we were doing our training, something came up and I was like, oh no, I don't want to be here. And I remember the feeling was awful. And I was like, get me out of here because <laughs> it's a memory, right? We went back to a time and that's scary for a lot of people to feel vulnerable in front of somebody else especially when you don't know them but yeah that's the thing that we're trained in and and the thing is is that the life that i've had i'm not one to be throwing judgment on other people right right exactly and i think that's why it's important for and i'm going to put in quotation marks because i think this is overused old soul Mm -hmm. is important because we've been around the block we've seen a lot of things and I think we get to this place. I, I was telling somebody yesterday about this neutral space mm-hmm. and about being there because you don't know what your clients are going to do with the yeah. information. No matter what you uncover, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. up to you. You are the person that is driving your life. I can't, I can't drive your life because I don't know. Right. You know, I, I just, I want what's best for them. And I think we all know what's best yeah. for ourselves. If we're going down the wrong path, and I say that again in quotations, mm-hmm. then that's something you need to do and you need to experience. Right. It's not up for me to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing. We need to move past that and like just let you know that that is a very important understanding. Yeah. And and sort of like our, I don't know, we don't have like a medical, like, you know, the, the thing that medical people have, right? Some sort of code right. that we say, but I mean, we should have that, that yeah. you're in a space that is not supposed to be biased. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that you no should do this and you should judgment. do that. There's no judgment. No judgment. And there is no, right, there is no do this, do that. And that's where that suggestibility aspect can come in in hypnosis with an improperly trained or someone that doesn't really understand how important their words are when they're working with a client. That suggestibility, oh, you should do this. Well, it's not about have you tried this or are you... You know, here are some options. I often say I, I just like lead people through choose your own adventures. Right. Like that's literally what it's like this or this. Right. You know, you say you would like this. Well, what about this? Or have you tried that? You're saying that. And then you're also saying that maybe try this. Like whatever. It's it's 
it's a constant choose your own adventure. Right. Right. Like sort of like a, I don't know, like those video games where you get to decide, you know, where right. you're going and what, but you're in control that it's your thing. We want right. to do what's best for you. If you, there's an issue, we're going to that time and place, but how you perceive it and mm-hmm. how it helps you in mm-hmm. your life, that's going to be up to you in the long yeah. run. And I can't tell you, this is like a, if, if anybody out there does any of these sessions, the first thing you want to do is write it down when you're done. Yeah. Every single I time. I, I really have to get people writing more. I, again, I should be writing. We all should be writing. There's a See, reflection there, Bobby. Saying. It really is, right? <laughs> learning a lesson right now, but, but it's, it's true. I mean, I even have like on my website, I'm like, here's some journals for sale. Like, get a journal, start keeping track. I, I ask people if they want to record their sessions. Most people say no, which I get because I don't really like to listen to myself back <laughs> as back to as we're recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> I sometimes listen to these after we record them, but it is, it is really important to, you know, I'll send, I'll take notes during sessions and send people copies. So they kind of just have like some refresher. I give people homework. Mm-hmm. I am a mean teacher. No, I'm not. I just, I really want people to take what they, what happens and then kind of really connect with it. Sure. Before the next session, because it it has to really be anchored in the body. Um, and which is another thing that we do, but I haven't done a lot of is somatic healing Mm -hmm. because we can do a lot of hypnosis stuff around body, Mm-hmm. Like, like health stuff, car um, accidents, things like, you know, when you have injured muscles or injure, you know, there's some cancer stuff. There's, you know, and it's, oh, I like the inner healer. Yeah. I, I, the inner healer is so fun. So, so what, one. one of the sessions, I think it's the last one it's towards in that the in the yeah. somatic healing, but, um, was where we got to meet our inner healer and mm-hmm. perform work. And I found out something very interesting through that session, which I never would have suspected. So kind of to be graphic, but that's just how this stuff goes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to go to the bathroom a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what I learned in that session is because that's my body's way of taking all of the energy that attracts and out, yep, clearing it, it out. out. And then yeah. it's like so funny because I was thinking to myself, this sounds crazy. And I was telling somebody else that, and they're like, no, that's actually a thing. That's why I always drink water before Drinking and after. So much a water. So much water during during before before sessions, during sessions, I drink and then I I do. I like totally pee for like and, and so much pee. And that's just and interesting I also because like to that's be in water right. afterwards. I exactly. So yeah. it's because I take a bath like every day, yeah. especially like yeah. times where I'm dealing with more people. Yeah. I'm like, you I need to, to just cleanse the it's, right. It's so interesting. That will be a whole other podcast, I think, of like, how do you manage the energy that you we take in? Because there yeah. is, you know, like I said, it makes me tired. Sometimes it energizes me. It just depends. Um, how open the client is actually, Yes, I had a client like in the last week and I've worked with her before. This is for astrology, but the energy is so good. She's not blocked. Right. And I noticed a huge difference. It's such a difference between that. And, and I think it's the weightedness of it, Mm -hmm. of like trying to get stuff in. And I don't, 
I'm not trying to get stuff in, but a client comes to see me for a purpose, right? Yeah. And especially with astrology, if you're like, no, that's not true. That's right. not true. Right. And you're you like, feel like, okay. and it's not that I think I'm right all the time because I'm obviously I'm not. I'm a human being, but I channel. And when the channel is blocked for, because I'm channeling yeah. with you and for you and the planetary stuff and I get this stuff and it's like, there are times when like maybe it doesn't apply right the second. Like you'll think yeah. about it later and you'll be like, oh, I can see how that's true. And a lot of it right. is metaphorical. So it's just a thing of like being open is 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 good. What's it called? Um, good hygiene. Yeah. Yeah. When you go into a session with somebody as a healer, because nobody's trying to rip you off here. No, but we're just giving you the information. I, but, I, we can't, and like we don't really have control of the information. It's just coming through. I'm sorry. We have to be <laughs> responsible for yeah. our own energy, energy. and our yeah. expectations of yeah. what we want. And if there's yeah. something that you want, it's good to voice it up front. Like, yeah. I'm looking to hear this message. And that's why I always ask yeah. my clients, yeah. what do we want to do? Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not here to tell you. Exactly. I want exactly. you to get what you want it's out a, of this. It's this, an interesting, there's an interesting... I, you know, cause as I just, I take more, I take other hypnotherapy like classes and, you know, there's a lot around like how you guide your client to, you know, through their process. Sure. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, it's important to have, cause I'm the professional, I'm the one they're coming to. Right. So I want to pro- provide this service for them. But also, I need to really see where they're at because where I'm thinking they should go and where they want to go could be very different places. And sometimes it's, okay, you know what? Let's find the middle ground. Or sometimes it's more like, let's let's go my way more. You know what? Your way, actually, let's do that. So there always is this like check-in in the beginning. Right. Like, you know, even though I know we're working on one particular, cause usually it's like, I'm coming in for anxiety. I'm coming in for, you know, there's all sorts of different reasons people have come to me, but, um, it, it is like a, there's a few minutes. I try to keep it to 15. It always ends up a half hour of like <laughs> check-in, right. Of check-in of like, okay, so what's going on this week? What's happened since last week? It's so interesting to, I don't think that's not something we really learn when we, when we did this program, like you do check in and you do have these basic interactions. But once you start really going in and really doing this work, you're like, Oh, there's so much more like interaction. Mm -hmm. That's like so much more deep. Like I hadn't, I didn't really, and I love it. Like, I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know it was going to be this much fun. Like, it was fun when we were doing it in class and you practice and you do all this, but this is like so much more interesting and just getting to meet new people that aren't my friends that I don't like have like any sort of back, like any sort of background information. They just, you know, new clients find me, whatever. I know nothing about them. And then all of a sudden it's like, I know everything about them. And it's like, Oh my God, I, are we friends now? Like, I think everybody's my friend. I have a problem. Like, I have the don't same work problem. With me. Don't work with me if you don't want to end up my best friend by the end of it. No, I have the same. I'll be I- sending you birthday presents and cards. And like, I have one client. She's like, you know, you should go. Like, we give each other like 
go check out this place. And like, oh, what do you, oh, maybe I'll see you there. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we became friends, right? It's Well, and I think it's, it's so our, fun. I think it, we have this oneness thing about us that yeah. we just really want, like we're all connected. Yeah. And we're about yeah. building this community of beautiful, like even if not spiritual people, just people who are looking to have a better yeah world yeah and so like when we meet our clients and we get to have these amazing sessions and it's hard not to want to build that into you know the future right and 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 I think that that's I think that's kind of what's kind of cool about like us versus say a regular therapist like I don't I mean I went to therapy like one time when I was like nine right I don't remember I wasn't, oh, I guess I did some in middle school, but it's a different relationship with your therapist. Well, therapists, I'm very versed in this because I was working for, I mean, I, and I still, I don't work in that department anymore, Mm -hmm. Um, but they have a lot of red tape. There's a lot of. Um, and rules we have, and regulations yeah, or I mean, protection right. of the client, which right. I totally understand and I get that because, like, honestly, it could get really weird in a place where a therapist like that who is in a place of authority, authority and, is right. your friend because you're never going to yeah. see them as a friend. You're always right. going to see them as your therapist, right. which is an imbalance in the relationship, which will never work, which yeah, is why they very, have all the rules and right, regulations. Right. I mean, it is not have, the same for a hypnotherapist who we're on a spiritual wavelength to work on some stuff. And then eventually the teacher becomes the student type of thing. Exactly. I, and, and yes, we have all the same. I mean, we have rules and regulations definitely in place, right? There's all the HIPAA stuff also applies like it's all the same in in that way but there's something different because we are dealing with a a deeper a a deeper connection Mm -hmm. there's something you know and it's funny that you say that about the student becomes the teacher um because I have one client I'm like yeah I mean maybe you need to be doing this program yeah like quite Absolutely. literally after we've done, we've done, you know, work together for months now. It's like, oh, you should maybe, con- I mean, maybe it will help you. Like, cons- I mean, this is why I told you to do it. The right. same reason. Absolutely. The healing that comes with the just doing that program. Well, you know what would work. Like, yeah. I mean, not for me, like, because we're friends and you're like, this is you. I, I'm like going here and I can't see you not doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was funny because I think I was getting to the point where I wanted to do it, but I don't want to go on and take a $30 course at Udemy yeah. and try to do hypnotherapy on people. That yeah, didn't feel right. No, so when no, you no. said it, it was perfect. And what I want to say is there is a woman that I do exchanges with mm-hmm. who is unbelievable, but like I learned something from her and she learns yeah. from me and we have this very amazing thing. And like when we work together, it's just... It's really cool. Like we're building yeah. this thing, but we're also seeing each other's process and Yeah, I think it's it's really fun to have people to work with and that have done this program and and to do trades in mm-hmm. that way because we are facilitate you know, it's we can do 
our own healing. Like I, like you said, we should be doing our own healing if we're going to do this work, right? Because you and, don't want to be showing up. But I'm saying, like, by myself, do. I could, you know, I could probably go in and do. Stuff. Yeah, but but it's not as it's not as fun. It's not as rewarding. Um, you know, and that's the thing too is like there's a ton of uh, pre-recorded hypnosis sessions. There's there's you can find them all over. You can find them on YouTube. You can pay for them. I have done some. I've done some on my Patreon, which is really funny, and I need to do more because I actually really, I think there's there's something to be said about the kind of listening over and mm-hmm. over and over. But it is a silent process and you're just sitting there quietly to yourself and you don't really get to, you know, interact so much with anybody, which doesn't really allow for that processing, that moving through stuff. Right. Right. That's kind of something you have to have another person to bounce your information off of, to have that feedback. There's an accountability and a check-in. Yes. There's a way in which you can kind of like, and not that somebody is going to, after a session, mm-hmm. you know, text you every day and tell you stuff, but if they you, do, but yes, but <laughs> if they can, but, right. But, and I mean, yeah. like there's some, I've, I've dealt with people that wouldn't be into that yes. as the hypnotherapist right. that we have to do sessions with in order to be certified. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, right, like you can share things like, oh, my God, I hit this milestone. Thank you so much. And you can see a big difference. And somebody is sitting there like looking at your progress with you, which feels a lot more rewarding. It really does. Than just knowing it for yourself. Yeah. No, it really does to have that validation and that like and and. I love getting text messages from my people, even though I'm like, okay, how many of the, I can't, <laughs> I can't feed into this all the time. Like I want, but also I love it. Like I, it, I just, I love the, po- I am a positive feedback junkie. Apparently like it's, I mean, I'm a Capricorn. I'm allowed to have an ego. Okay. I'm allowed to have a little bit of an ego around. Yay. The breakthroughs. Like, yes, I helped facilitate that. And that is what, makes me so happy to like keep doing the work right Right. it's like it freaking works yay someone is really experiencing change like i experienced it when i went through the program like you experienced it when you went through the program um the amount of shifts that happen are it's just so like it's like oh my god i'm so glad we found this i'm so glad we found it so that being said if you want to work with myself, Bobby, um, you can find me at bobbylarson.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Bobby Larson Hypnotherapy. And where can we find you, Jessica? Um, so you can find me at uh, asterioawakenings.com. That's my website. And you can send me a message there, or you can go to my hypno or my not hypnotherapy, but my Instagram page, Asterio Awakenings. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Alchemical Goat Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>